In this episode, you're going to learn how to exit for seven figures, how to build up your Amazon business and then sell your Amazon business for a million bucks plus. I had Nate Ginsburg on my podcast a couple years ago when he mm-hmm. recently sold his business for nearly a million bucks and now he specializes in helping other sellers do this. You can find him at sellerplex.com. He is now an Amazon expert consultant. His business helps Amazon FBA businesses maximize profit and exit for seven plus figures. Sellerplex.com. And today he has a presentation on how to maximize your business for a seven figure exit. As I talk about all the time, people, you can sell your Amazon store, you can build it up and you can flip it like a property. So in this presentation, he's going to share us everything you need to know to maximize your maximize the sale of your business if you choose to exit in the future so he's a pro this is what he does he did it he built his fba business up and sold it for basically a million bucks in only a few years and so he's gonna school us on this he's got his uh, presentation so yeah let's go ahead and uh share your screen and we'll dive into it here we go. Thanks for the kind yeah. intro. Yeah, was the hype up. I get I get people hyped up beginning of oh, the yeah. podcast. Love it. Yeah. All right. You. Uh, <laughs> here we go. All right, everyone. So yeah, uh, this is the ecom exit playbook. Um, a little bit first. Uh, quick about me. Um, some Riley mentioned I sold my FBA business in 2017. Since then, um, I've invested and partnered with four different businesses, Um, also the host of the Ecom Exits podcast. Uh, Other than business, I also love uh, yoga, gym, biking, Burning Man, travel, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, now I invest in, acquire, accelerate um, e-commerce businesses and yeah, aiming for uh, seven, seven figure, eight figure exits. So All right, a little bit about what we will discuss. Uh, The four stages to FBA exit success. Uh, The three Ps that you all will need if you want to uh, not just exit your business, but also scale your business. Uh, How you can sell for a higher multiple. And yeah, uh, you know, information without action is is nothing. And so this is also going to be structured around with different action items for all of you to hopefully make some improvements and uh yeah grow your grow your business so all right so let's take it back a couple of years um this is a a message that i sent to a a mentor of mine you see this is a couple years ago 2017 says in an unexpected turn of events i'm flying flying to china today to hopefully uh, work out the details and close the sale of my business. This is very unexpected and exciting uh, and was nerve wracking. Uh, all all uh, very true. And so uh, long story short, was able to successfully sell the business. And yeah, the, the reason that I was, uh, I was able to do that was because of uh, I, I had in place, I had built the business in a way that enabled me to have the exit that I ended up successfully having, and that's due to the three Ps, uh, 
process, people profit, which we will get into more later. Here's a picture of me with some of my team. Uh, this was after the successful exit. And so, so yeah, it was really thanks to the three P's that I was able to successfully have my, my, my sale. And uh, that's what we are going to learn more about today. Uh, so yeah, some other stuff. So, so after that, um, had a lot of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Wasn't really sure. Um, I knew I had value to add and wanted to, um, help others. And so first went on a bunch of podcasts and might recognize, uh, someone's face down hey, who's there. Who's that guy? Uh, I don't know. He's super good looking. Uh, that was, that <laughs> and, was funny when I was, when I was in China, I was in Guangzhou yeah. visiting my factory that time. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I remember. Yeah. And I think I was actually in the Philippines then and, mm -hmm. and, and yeah. So, you know, after the sale, um, I, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, wanted to go out and share my story. Uh, wanted to help others and, you know, look for new opportunities. Uh, I realized that, you know, a lot of the, the concepts that the, the core concepts that I learned from my first business were applicable to other businesses. And so that's what got me involved. And I um, invested and partnered with, uh, with a handful of these other businesses. Um, as well as launch my podcast, all with the same goal to, you know, helping businesses to scale, um, you know, building, building them as assets they can exit from. And that brings us to today. So with Sellerplex, my personal interest is really investing in acquiring, accelerating million dollar e-commerce brands, which uh, I think all of us are, are, yeah. Uh, to do so that's the goal that's the mission make a, make a million bucks you know what i'm saying that's that's the dream that's right and so let's uh let's dive into it so so yeah basically uh, what i've found with all the businesses that i've been um been a part of is is really there's there are there are four uh stages of of any business as applies to e-commerce service agency consulting and uh and yeah so the first is traction uh, the next is the grind, um, and that's where we're going to spend most of the time in this presentation is the grind, solving for those three Ps. Then after that, we've got scale, which is growth without you, and then last but not least, exit. And we're going to look at a couple different um, exit scenarios, and, and you, can, you can choose for yourself what is uh, most interesting, uh, the objective for you. So, mm -hmm. all right, so traction, your first sales. Um, Almost every failed startup has a product. What failed startups don't have are enough customers. And so this as Amazon sellers, to be honest, something that don't have to worry about so much because when you're selling on Amazon, the customers, you, you know where they are and there are a lot of them and they are on Amazon. That's one of the, you know, probably the, the best things about the um, FBA business model is, you know, where the customers are and you know how to get them. And so, so yeah, this, I mean, uh, Assuming uh, all of us here or anyone, if you're listening to this, you know, have some product, have some sales, um, you know, Riley's the man helping people to get to that point. Um, and so, yeah, the, you know, what you got to know about the first stage is you got to have, you got to have a product, you got to have some sales. Um, and then that will get you into uh, the second phase, which is the grind. Um, so the grind, so there's just uh, a quote, I think it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe you've heard it, but it says, I'd rather work a hundred hours a week for myself than 40 hours a week for yeah. someone else. Um, so yeah, maybe some of you have heard that. 
And, uh, you know, while I think it's, it's, it's pretty common startup mindset mentality, uh, I, I gotta be honest though. I don't like, that's not the kind of the life that I'm trying to live. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm not trying to work a hundred hours a week for myself or for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the thing that you got to do, you know, to get out of this grind and, and listen, I, I know that it takes hard work to get something off the ground and you got to work hard and put in hours. I, I, I know that I respect that. But the thing is you want to, you want to get out of that phase because I mean, uh, if you're, if you're, you know, balance is important and you want to do these other things that aren't work, you gotta, you know, you gotta get some, get some foundations in place. And so what I found with all my businesses is really, yeah, the three, the three things that you need in order to both scale your business as well as have an exit are going to be process, people, and profit. And so these are the same things. If you want to scale your business and or if you want to have an exit and sell your business, it's, it's the same things. Um, both are required or all are required for both to scale or to sell. Mm-hmm. So first let's dive into process. So you can't, uh, you can't scale or sell a business that's dependent on you to run. This makes sense. Uh, how could you, you know, if you are necessarily tied into fulfilling whatever the service or delivery of whatever, uh, whatever you're selling, you know, how could you, how could you, uh, transition that over to someone else to, uh, to buy that and run that for you. And at the same time, if you want to scale the business, um, you know, if it's all dependent on you, you, your time and effort is limited. So you gotta have, that's why you gotta have process. So when I say process, I mean, systems, organizations, SOPs, documentation, and so this is stuff that I know that people can get a little, uh, it can be kind of daunting. You hear SOPs and systems and templates, and this is just an example of a, you know, this is a system, this is an SOP, and it's just um, a, a vitals login sheet. So this is something, it's, it's simple. It's just a, a sheet to track all of your logins so that you have them all in one place uh, and something that you can share with your team. You know, you bring on a contractor, um, they know how to log into things. They know how to get access. You bring on a new team member, same thing. And yeah, this is just like, it's, it's a simple, it's a simple system that you can add to your business to make it, uh, you know, more scalable, um, and help you run it better. Mm-hmm. So, so we got another one, which is a, just a sample SOP. And again, SOPs is stuff that I, I know. And, and personally, like I, I, I don't know, SOPs can be daunting. You know, where do you start? Um, and, and yeah, this is just like, you know, we don't need to overcomplicate this. It's just a simple document. Um, this one is, you know, how to create an Amazon seller support ticket. And, uh, you know, you got some texts, you got some screenshots and this was actually something that, that my team, uh, put together. So to be honest, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not big on creating SOPs. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can, I'm better at video. Like I can talk and screen share. And so what I like to do is I'll, I'll create a video walking through a process and then I'll, I'll pass that off to my team and then they'll use that to create the SOP. You don't need to overcomplicate it. Um, what's, you know, it could just be, uh, some bullet points of how to do things. You know, it can evolve as things, you know, as the business progresses, it's important to, to have them and to start them. Mm-hmm. So the action item for this section is make some SOPs. Uh, some, some ones that, that we talk about and, and that I teach is, is having a master product list. 
some SOPs related to customer service, um, around your, your PO reorder process, weekly re reorder report. These are all things that will help you to, to organize and streamline your business so that you can scale as well as exit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for the record, you, uh, you guys, do you set this up and, and help biz uh, businesses with this stuff? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, we've got a couple different, uh, you know, ways that we, uh, we work with people and, and yeah, um, you know, setting up SOPs as, as, as well as, um, the other, the other. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you have a bunch of, uh, of templates like ready to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, one thing with, you know, FBA and e-commerce businesses, um, they're, you know, a lot of the same processes, you know, mm -hmm. if you're doing a, a reorder process, you know, the factory could be different. Maybe it's mm -hmm. in China, maybe it's in the U S maybe it's somewhere else, but it, it follows quite a similar process. And so, you know, we've, we've taken the, uh, the SOPs from originally made for my business. And, and now, you know, we work with, uh, I don't know, you know, a dozen more different, you know, uh, e-commerce brands and, and, um, so, so yeah, we've got a lot of experience in seeing what different businesses use and need. Uh, and yeah, happy to help people if they need it. Awesome. So, all right. Uh, moving on the next P we got, we got people. So, um, another, another quote that, uh, I couldn't find the source, but I've heard it a bunch of times mm -hmm. and it's, uh, that, you know, business owners, number one challenge is finding and retaining the right talent. And so, all right, great. You got some processes, but if you want to um, unplug, you want to scale, you want to exit, you're going to have to find some other people to do them. And so, uh, a couple things here that I want to talk about. So one is, is thinking about the organizational design. Um, and so, so at a high level, you want to think of your business as a machine. Uh, and, you know, looking at it from the top down, this is like a general organizational structure that can, can be applied to most businesses. Mm -hmm. At the top, you've got the CEO. Um, that's the seat that you want to be sitting in. And then below that, you've got the GM or the COO, you know, head of operations. And then you've got your different departments. And so we got sales, marketing, operations, finance, HR. You know, this is like uh, obviously quite generic, um, but, you know, really can be adopted to, to most businesses. Um, and if we want to look at specifically an FBA business, uh, so this is how I organize uh, my business. Um, feel free to yeah. use this. Feel free to change it. I mean, yeah, this is, this looks awesome. I need this. Yeah. So, so the way that I, I broke it down and the way that, um, you know, also work with other businesses is, um, you know, you've got your, your finance, which is going to take care of your numbers, which we'll, we'll get into in the next section actually, um, as well as handling your payments, um, got your Amazon bucket. So Amazon marketing, product launch, PPC account management. Um, you got your supply chain, uh, sourcing logistics, et cetera, and your, uh, new product development. And so, so yeah, this was how I, I structured my business. And then above that, you know, if you, uh, depending on the, the size or scale of the business, you got a, a GM or a COO and then, uh, the CEO, the CEO. And, and so a couple things important to note about this is, um, so when you're starting, obviously you're, you're probably just going to be one person and, and that's fine. One person can fill more than one seat. And especially when you're starting. Uh, one person is probably, you know, you are going to be doing all of these things and, and that's okay. Uh, you know, as you grow, it's going to be about finding people to plug in to the different areas so you can unplug from them. 
And a por- important thing to note is that you can, one person can be in more than one seat, but you cannot have two people in one seat. So mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of a, yeah, if that. multiple people are in charge, no one's in charge. Exactly. And so, so, all right. So we got our, our, uh, kind of structure. Uh, now let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how to find the right people. Um, and so this is something that I've developed for my business and it's really, um, it's, it's a hiring funnel. Um, and just like, you know, you want to build a, a marketing funnel to get leads or, or, you know, sales, uh, you want to build a hiring funnel to get, you know, pop out qualified applicants. And so at the top, you've got your, your job post, um, which I like to include, um, uh, description of the job as well as, um, some initial questions and then, uh, follow up questions, you know, round two, and then give them uh, test projects, kind of like a try before you buy sort of thing. And, and then, you know, at the end is going to be like, you know, after all of this is when you actually hop on a call with them. And, and yeah, the, the point is, you know, the idea is just to have this structure set up so that it's automated and you just dump in applicants at the top. And if they successfully complete the different levels of your funnel, then they will pop out to be qualified applicants. And the goal is to be efficient, be effective. You know, you don't want to spend hiring can be super time consuming. And, um, you know, if you use a funnel, then at will, it'll make it so you're able to do that. Um, you know, a lot less time consuming and, and yeah, and this is something, so don't have, I mean, uh, don't have time to go into all of the, you know, details, um, and all the different parts of the funnel, but we'll give you an option if you want to download later the slides as well as, um, we'll, we'll have more resources around, you know, job postings and the hiring funnel. This is, I mean, one thing that, I mean, yeah, it's been, you know, hugely important for me and my businesses is, you know, getting this stuff in place. And so, yeah, hope uh, it's useful for you too as well. And so the action for this section is going to be to create your, your org chart. Um, and then the sub action is going to be to fill it. But, you know, first and foremost, it's, you know, think about your business. How do you want it organized at a high level? Feel free to, you know, rip the org design that, that I shared or, you know, uh, yeah, you can also, of course, structure it differently. But the thing is, yeah, thinking about the different, you know, buckets of what goes into operating your business, uh, and, and structure accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, mine is back basically exactly what you showed the example. Um, I would add one thing is, uh, off Amazon marketing and then boom. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and, and yeah, so there you go. Feel free mm-hmm. to, you know, borrow that from, uh, from Riley and myself. Uh, and, and yeah, next we got, uh, we got the next P we got profit. So, uh, profit for a company is like oxygen for a person. And so what does that mean that, you know, if a business, so if a person doesn't have oxygen, what happens? They die. (laughs) If a business doesn't have profit, what happens? It also dies. Um, so profit it's, I mean, necessary, you know, yeah, you just, uh, a business, it's it's, gotta have it. You gotta have it. And so, so yeah, this is something, uh, that's, yeah, like, like to share and kind of talk about. So I'm guessing many of you are familiar with, uh, with rich dad, poor dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, also guessing that less of you are familiar with, um, this guy, Keith Cunningham. And so Keith Cunningham is actually, uh, he was or is, uh, Robert Kiyosaki's teacher. 
And so Keith Cunningham is Rich Dad of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And Keith is an incredibly successful entrepreneur, has written a, a ton of books, highly recommend this one, The Road Less Stupid. Um, and in this book, The Road Less Stupid, one of the, the, the main things that he talks about is this idea of thinking time and that as a CEO, uh, it's our, uh, part of our best opportunity um, and the best, most important work that we do is you know just sitting sitting aside um, and thinking about the business and reviewing things in the business that are going to give you the best chance of success. And um, he talks about one of the most important thinking times being reviewing your monthly profit and loss statement, uh, your P and L. And so, what is the P and L? Uh, it's going to run through some of this finance stuff uh, quickly. And so, caveat: I am uh, I'm not an accountant. But I've, I've learned why this stuff is important and, and, you know, why it's necessary for businesses. And, um, and this is, this is like a, it's, this is a, a need to have, not a nice to have. I mean, every business meet, you know, just has to have, uh, be on top of their numbers, be on top of their P&L. Um, if they want to, I mean, it's necessary for, you know, tax obligations as well as if you want to have an exit, you got to know your numbers, you know, you're, you're valued at a multiple of your profit. So you gotta, you gotta have this. And so just real quick at your P and L you've got your revenue at the top minus your cost of goods. It's going to give you your gross profit. Then minus your expenses is going to give you your different words for it. Operating income, net income, profit, uh, all means the same thing. And that's the number that we want to get as high as we can. Um, that's going to, you know, that's the number that your business is valued at um, if and when you exit. So, so yeah, got to get uh, super important. Yep. Uh, next, real quick, is the balance sheet. Uh, also important. So the balance sheet, you've got your assets, uh, which are basically things that put money into your pocket. Um, you've got liabilities, which take money out of your pocket. And the difference is the owner's equity. And so this is important as well if you want to ever sell your business because, um, you know, the profit and loss can show that the business is making a ton of, of, of profit, but the balance sheet is going to show if, if the business has, say, like a ton of debt. And so, you know, it's important um, if, if someone's going to buy the business, they're going to want to know if the business is, you know, what equity, if it's, if it has debt or not. And that's what the balance sheet shows. And so, yeah, another, another important one that, that um, you're going to want to be on top of. And um, last but not least, and this one is, is super useful is uh, I'd highly recommend all you uh, take advantage of this. This is a, a cash flow chart, um, cash flow projections. And so, as you know, with e-commerce, super capital intensive, you know, takes a lot of money to run these businesses. You got to buy more inventory, launch new products that all costs money. And yeah, uh, you know, cash flow projections like this, it just, it, it, it shows you, it gives you insight into money in money out. So you can plan accordingly. Um, you know, uh, cash flow management is super important with with these FBA businesses. And this is uh, another tool that you can use to help you stay on top of things. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, the action for, uh, yeah, for, for this section and, and what you should all do is, is really, you know, review ruthlessly your P&L. Um, all expenses that you can cut on your P&L are directly going to flow through and increase your profit. That's going to be more money for you into your pocket as well as make your business more valuable. And so something that, you know, every, every thousand dollars that you cut of your expenses when you sell it is going to put 30,000 or more into your pocket. So, so yeah, really important, uh, really good activity. And so, so yeah, the action is to one, make sure that you have a, a month, a, a P&L and then review it, uh, review your expenses. What can you cut? What can you restructure? Um, save some money and put more money into your pocket and uh, increase the value of your business. Mm -hmm. All right. So we got through the three P's. So that's like the, like I said, the really, uh, you know, the real, the real meat that we're going through. And, and once you solve the three P's process, people profit, to be honest, you're, you're in a good spot. You got options and now you are able to scale. You've got an automated, predictable cash machine. Which brings us to a pretty important question. You know, you solve the three P's, you're profitable, your team's running the business. Uh, you know, do you want to exit or not? Um, and this is, you know, it's a important question. You know, you put a lot of hard work into the business. You've built this thing, it's kicking off profit. Um, you know, do you want to sell or not? Is, you know, it's, it's, it's up to you. There's a lot of different reasons that people have that they, uh, you know, would want to sell. Um, but you know, to be honest, that's not always the best outcome. Um, I mean, it could be, but if you want to hold the business and, and keep it for the cash flow, that's, you know, that's uh, a good option as well. And, uh, and so, yeah, something to think about for the exits. Uh, and so there's a, a star, I don't know the stat exactly, but I've heard this in, in other presentations is that, um, you know, 50% of income from your e-commerce business comes at an exit. And this is something, I mean, I know from, from my FBA business, you know, uh, we were growing, we were profitable, but so much of that money was invested back into the business. And so, you know, I paid myself a, a modest salary, but most of my, most of my, you know, income from my FBA business came when I decided to sell it. And so something to keep in mind for, for you um, and yeah, decide whether or not you want to have an exit. And so, yeah, let's talk about the exit a little bit and what's, you know, what makes up, you know, what makes up your exit. And so, yeah, basically you've got on one side at first you've got your profit or your SDE seller discretionary earnings uh, could be EBITDA as well. Um, and yeah, that is, you know, how much profit is the business making? And then you're going to multiply that by a multiple. And so the multiple is going to be affected by a couple different factors. Um, how easily is the business able to be transferred to the new owner? How diversified is it? How big is it? What assets does it have? As well as what type of buyer? And, um, you know, you got your profit times your multiple and that is going to um, you know, the outcome is going to be your exit valuation. And so, 
Uh, how do you, you know, do that for your exit, exit with a broker, M&A advisory, uh, similar to a broker, a little bit different, or you sell yourself. And, um, you know, that is basically your exit formula. So let's take a look at a couple different, uh, just two different scenarios here. And so let's first take a look at um, an FBA business that's doing a million in revenue. Say profit is uh, 30%. So say it's doing 300K and it's selling through, yeah, just FBA assets. You got FBA listings. Um, the multiple of uh, this business, you're probably going to get around, you know, two and a half X uh, plus inventory. And so that's going to sale price of around $750,000, which is, I mean, you know, that's a good chunk of money. Uh, and then let's take a look at if you've got an e-com or a real brand. So a brand, uh, so let's say the business is three times bigger. So you're doing three mil in revenue. Uh, the same 30% uh, profit margin, but with your, with your e-com brand, let's say you're selling on Amazon. Great. You've also got some Facebook funnels, um, some profitable AdWords campaigns. Maybe you're, you're, you got some affiliates that are, that are making sales for you. And, and yeah, you know, this business, let's look at the assets. You got your FBA listings, you got your customer list, you got your funnels, you got your affiliates. And you know, this business is you're probably looking at a multiple that's closer to 5x. And so with this business, um, you know, the multiple is doubled. And I mean, the, the business, it's, it's three times bigger, but you're, you're selling for like a 6 or 7x more of what you were uh, when you was just the FBA business. And so this is, you know, these numbers are, are fairly realistic uh and you know what you want to aim for is totally up to you i uh, just want to present these as you know different options or or things to shoot for um with with your uh you know with your yeah for sure it's like basically is you know the more diversified your income streams the more stable it is which makes it that's more much more attractive for buyers and so makes total exactly. sense that, you know most fba sellers i hope know that you know, FBA, Amazon is one tool, but really the goal is to build an e-com brand that has multiple uh, sales channels. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. And, um, and so, yeah, just stuff to, you know, food for thought as you are building your businesses, you can, you know, build in whatever direction is most, uh, you know, uh, fits, fits your goals. Yep. So there we go. Back to uh, the, the million or potential multi-million dollar question is to exit or not to exit. You know, again, that's something that is up to you, but, uh, you know, you want to build the business the right way, solve for those three P's, um, and it's going to give you options. And so, yeah, for anyone that is, is listening, if you want to, uh, you know, crush those three P's on the way to a scalable and sellable business, um, made the, uh, the slides available for you. If you go to sellerplex.com, slash PPP, as well as I'm happy to throw in a free strategy session. Uh, and, and yeah, like I said, you'll get the slides as well as some additional resources around our hiring funnels um, in that as well. And so, so yeah, that uh, there we, we have it. Um, yeah, I would love to connect with anyone. You can hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Um, shoot me an email at, uh, at Sellerplex and uh, download the slides. Um, 
yeah, there we go. Hope this was uh, useful and uh, yeah. we'd love to connect. Awesome. Yeah, I still got to make it out to Burning Man. Damn, I've never been down there. Uh, I'm always, uh, I'm never back for August. It's always yeah. sometime soon, sometime soon, maybe, maybe oh. next year. Anyway, yeah. yeah, that was dope. I need to get uh, a lot of my ducks in a row. So yeah, guys, if you, uh, if your goal is to flip your business for a million bucks and you want to get all your ducks in, in a row, um, hit up Nate. That's what he does. So yeah, that was awesome. Um, excited to, to share this. I think people are going to love it. Cheers, man. Well, glad we, uh, glad we made it happen. Got it in and, uh, yeah, hope to cross paths again. Who knows? Bali, Mexico, Thailand, America. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who knows when, who knows where, who um, knows when? digital nomad life. Can't complain. That's right. Well, good stuff, man. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the FBA Lifestyle Podcast. Don't forget to follow on all podcast platforms, YouTube and Instagram. Ready to fast track your first or next FBA product? Ready to create a real product that leaves the competition in the dust? Then check out the 90-Day FBA Challenge, a 12-week accelerator program with weekly coaching calls where we help you go from zero idea what to sell to a product live on Amazon within 90 days. And download the free Amazon Secrets ebook, FBA Lifestyle, the Amazon Experts. Start your FBA business. Achieve the freedom lifestyle.